One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome into Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green, and my good friend and teammate, John Audius, man, co-host, John. How you doing, man? What is going on, Amon? I'm doing all right. Doing all, all right. right. Checking in here from last week's show, so not much going on. Just watched some, you know, watched some NFL football, you know, saw the Packers, unfortunately, come to their season, come to an end. Um, it was a lot of high hopes for the Packer faithful and the players and the team, obviously, but them Detroit Lions, man, they came in here hot off the top rope they was like no we're not going to the dance so y'all not going to the dance and they <laughs> they ended they ended the playoff push for for the packers here in 2000 i'll say 2023 but the 2022 season so i'm gonna be watching some other games this weekend other teams and uh other than that man just getting ready to get down to lincoln you know do my you know start my job there all the you know how the new job thing is you go to hr department you get your mm. if you got a computer or you got other things they need that you need. I get an office, you know. Ooh. I gotta I meet all this up, get all that going on to start next uh next Monday's a holiday, and then so next Tuesday, uh, I'll be doing all that. So and now, other than that, man, streaming. I've been able to stream a couple times this week, man. I'm playing some fun game, playing my favorite games, Halo Infinite. Then I played this one game called Them Fighting Herds, where it's it's horses, it's like <laughs> a few horses, it's a unicorn, yeah. it's a goat, and a llama. And it's like Street Fighter style. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically My Little Pony wait, 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 got a grudge. Tell me the name again. Yeah, it was Them Fighting Herds. I reviewed it a couple weeks ago or about a month ago. I did it on game releases before the new year. Okay. And the game is so fun. It's diabolical, man. These The, the, the llama whooped my, you know what, all night on Tuesday while I was streaming. I could not beat this llama that was beating me down. Yeah. Oh man, what's up, Zipper Straw Four? How you doing? And Jeremy, hi, what's up, man? What's up, man? So yeah, check that out. You remember the game? I talked about it. Here it is. It's Boom. a fun game, man. There it is. There's the you got oh, a dragon, a dragon horse. It's like My Little unicorn. Ponies. Yeah, it's My Little Pony. And so the deal was, the company, the developing company, they reached out to My Little Pony. The whole deal was, we're gonna work with you. You know, let's work together. You know, this is. We want to turn My Little Ponies, bring a little edge to My Little Pony. It's a fighting game, but it's going to have an RPG storyline to it. And My Little Pony was like, nah, we want, we, we, we have, this is what we do. This is what we are. And our cartoons, our movies, our TV shows are like this. And so we can't back this up. But they still figured it out and still went with the game. Um, it's a fun game. The RPG part of it, that's the RPG part of it. You got to fight like these uh like snakes and wolves that you're trying to get back to your your little little uh, town little country town wow um, for where everybody lives that was a deer so it's a deer <laughs> it's a sheep a llama there's the llama the llama's a, oh my god that llama got it brings it brings the pain man i never thought i'd be talking about a fighting game and a llama beat my butt but that happened um and a goat the billy goat there you go that's fun it's a fun game so i say check it out and mm. it'll be interesting. Tell me if you if you play it, let me know what your daughter says. Because <laughs> she's okay, gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> like, why are the little ponies fighting? Is what yeah, she's well, gonna ask. Why exactly. are the little ponies fighting? Exactly. Um, so what about yourself? What's been going um, on? Well, a couple of things. <clears throat> the Lions Packers game. That surprised. Oh. That surprised me. 
that really? the Lions, okay. yeah, that the Lions. I like how you said it. Like we're not getting in, you're not getting in, that's and that's probably did. the attitude they carried into that game. It's just kind of it's kind of weird because you look at the final standings, and the Lions were the second best team in the NFC North. Not the Green Bay Packers, not yep. the Minnesota Vikings, not the Chicago Bears. Lions two, Vikings one, Packers three. That's so weird. Yep. And then the Lions were like dead last in the NFL in defense. Yep. And the Which Packers, is, Aaron Rodgers-led offense, just couldn't do anything against They were them. middle of pack, I think, like between 15th, 16th, or 17th in the league offensively and still middle of pack defensively too. Um, so it's just interesting, you know. And it, it just shows you – you have the right mindset because it was all about mindset change for Detroit Lions. You know, we, they always been the bottom of the barrel of the mm -hmm. NFC North and the NFL. But you got Dan Campbell on that coaching staff has been working with those players. He has mostly, I think, 85 percent, 95 percent of the coaching staff are all former players that played okay. in the NFL. They played college football, including himself, the head coach, Dan Campbell. They all, you know, majority of that staff is NFL players. So bringing those players in and coaching up other, you know, current players to get their mindsets right of like, you got to earn every win out here. You got to do this. Right. You got to have the right technique, the right fundamentals. And do you got to be held accountable for what you do on that football field? And I think that's right now for Dan and that coaching staff, Deuce Staley is the running back coach. Uh, Aaron Glenn is a DB defensive coordinator who was a, a fantastic DB for the New York Jets for a long time. So you got those type of players in the building and all high character guys and mindset. Right you know, positive mindset, hardworking mindset, then you you come up with, with situations like this where they could go into uh, Lambeau Field, which has been a place where they haven't won a whole lot and get the win. Yeah. So. Uh, by the way, today I got one other thing. Today's show also brought to you by yeah. Bet Online. Our sponsors with Bet Online. Go with it. Yeah, yeah. So check out Bet Online, number one source for all your sports betting needs. You're going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends, all at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL playoffs underway here, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or golf. Head to betonline.ag and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code Believe, B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Final thing I want to share with you is I came across this on Instagram, Amon. Okay. We're going to go back in the, uh, we're going to look back at this and remember this video game on uh -oh. the Dreamcast. Ooh, ooh. Power and, Stone? Is it Power Stone? No, it's NBA 2K. Ooh, and I okay. saw this and I was like, 2K on the Dreamcast was different, is it? Is the top? You can watch this if you're watching us stream on Twitch or wherever. And just trying to shoot free throws. Like, look oh how difficult. Oh, my God. Look do you remember that. playing? Yes, I do. <laughs> Look how hard it is to shoot a free throw. Like you that's can't a, get Kobe to make a free throw. Yeah, I'm, that's why I was like, I'm not playing this game. I'm not playing this game. They <laughs> why would they make it that hard? I say our our guests coming in could talk about bringing this back in on uh, what on their wheel on the wheel there. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would be upset. They were like, "What do you got us trying to do? You can't even shoot free throws on this game, man." That's an interesting question. Whether the UEL do the do you do retro games on that wheel? That's I would true. love to go we back got... to like, like, take me back to the Super Nintendo NBA Live '95, and I will be maybe do like a special weekend. Competitive. Yeah, maybe we do like a <laughs> they'll they'll do a special weekend for like a charity fundraiser or something. So, uh, with that being said, we are bringing in our guest who is been I met him as a coach. And he was the COO, but now he is just the COO of the UEL. So I like to bring in my man, um, my coach, 
I just don't get to practice all the time right now because I've been working and all that. My man, Anthony, uh, 300. Lucas, man, how you doing? Oh, oh, audio. Hold on. Let me fix your audio. There you oh, go. All right. Hey, hey Omar, right. how you doing? I'm hey, doing yo. good, Anthony, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem, man. Thanks for do doing the show. Um, I've been watching season six from distance, you know, when I could click on and see everything. I see everything is I so for our team. I'm in the discord. I see practice going on. So how is this season going for for my team and for the for the roster of guys that are able to play? Well, uh, for you guys, man, it's, it's going good. You know, I just recently had to step down as a coach and, you know, GM of the Ghosts uh, yep. to fully focus on being a COO. Uh, but for you guys, it's going amazing. I mean, you're actually number one in the league right now. Wow. So, and that's amazing with uh, just having straight rookies. Oh, wow. Because I, yeah. I know Chicken, he's a part of yeah. the roster. Yep. And Chicken and Chicken Tech, John, great name, by the way. Yeah. And I, I met him when I went out there a couple months ago. Uh, I think it was November. I went out there and met Anthony, met his wife, family, great. And then Titus and uh, Chicken Tech and Ryan. And, and I was like, and we played on play some uh, Mortal Kombat. I was, I was telling you, yeah. I don't think I got a punch in. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was happy I did when I did. I get like a punch or a kick in, and I think I'll maybe one match, and that was it. Because Tiki yeah, Tech, absolutely. he's a he's a pro at he's literally a pro at yes. Mortal Kombat and most fighting games, and and great guy. So um, I've been watching his his growth as well because he usually he's on the road, but now he's had to be in, you know in season and working out with the team and. You know, getting better at other games, and I know it's a, a whole bunch of games that are on this wheel. So, real quick for everybody Absolutely. from the, the, the understanding UEL, so UEL United In Gamers League, and they have seasons. So this is season six, and it has a wheel, and so the wheel has thirty three games, six different genres of games from shooters, sports games. Um, is it what else? I know those fighting games, strategy games, and yeah, racing. Strategy. Games. Okay, it was RTS and racing yep. games. You know, right? You know, so. And they have teams. They have what, seven teams? Oh, uh, we have eight teams total right now. Okay, eight teams total, and they're all competing for forty grand this this season. Last yes. season was season for uh, season five. Yep, was twenty grand. Yep. yep, and now season six is forty grand. So they up the ante for this uh, for this season for the UEL for so so for yourself, real quick. And we know this. Uh, we just talked about this uh, off off camera here. Um, what is your gaming origin story? So. What was the game? How old were you? And what was the person, mom, dad, brother, uncle, cousin, that got you into gaming? Man, it goes back to, I want to say I was around two or three years old playing regular Nintendo. Oof. And then we used to play Mario, me and my brother. Uh, yeah. We were super competitive. Lewis, uh, yeah. you can see him in the Discord, LAF Designs. Uh, he, we were super competitive with each other on Nintendo. And then from Nintendo, we kind of got real serious when I like three or four years old uh, is when I got my uncles, uh, Louis, Adrian, uh -oh. and Jason. They didn't take it easy on you. No, they didn't take no, it easy on you at all. They didn't take it easy on us, man. But we used to play Battletoads back in the day Ooh, on uh, Sega Genesis. And, man, I fell in love with video games then. Like, it was just nonstop. Uh, just it, we went from Battletoads to the Ninja Turtles. I don't know if you remember the Ninja Turtles. I remember, yeah, no, yep. We, and then Contra that we used to play Contra a lot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, super up, up, down, down, left, right, left, yeah. right. B A B A select start. <laughs> hey, look, there you go. You remember cheat codes? Oh yeah, so, all over it. Uh, that was my first original uh, start of playing video games. Nice, nice. So what was uh, what was the one? I said one fun moment you remember from that those days from those days 
Oh man, I remember you know my my brother always kicking my butt, and I used to get so mad, man. Like yeah. I, I'm never naturally good at something, and my brother Lewis, he's just naturally good at everything. Oh, he's one of those people you can pick up the basketball and shoot all day. You can pick up football, <laughs> and throw it 80 yards, like you know, picking up video games, and he's just instantly good at it. And I just always had to get my butt kicked by him. And then I was like, you know, anytime he wouldn't play the game, I'm just sitting there driving it out and learning the buttons. Because he wouldn't teach me the buttons either. Of course, yeah. no. That's a yeah. that's not. Oh, come that's on. That's, brother, the, you know. that's not on the job detail of an uncle or older brother. You gotta yes. learn. They're gonna teach us the hard way. Yes. <laughs> and then especially, I mean, he learned it from our uncles too. Our uncles used to just kick our butts, man. And, you know, got you. really give it to us. Yep, yep. John, you got anything? Uh, no, that's amazing. I I kind of have the similar story there, uh, as far as starting with video games and starting with Mario and the Nintendo Entertainment System. And man, once you get hooked on Mario, it just opens up that whole world of video games. That first yes. uh, Ninja Turtles on, I think it was NES, right? Yeah. And then I like the arcade one. Um, the arcade game is like yep. the arcade version. Then that one Absolutely. I played for hours and hours, but just all the Mario games. Um, so it's gotten you to a career in video Absolutely. games. Like, I mean, was that, did you always want to pursue a career in gaming? Um, I always wanted to be like in some type of a professional setting. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it kind of my professional, well, I guess not really professional, but my competitive mm -hmm. setting started in Gears of War. So once nice. Xbox came out, cause like, that was like the first time I could really get online. You know, my grandmother mm -hmm. and my dad was like, no, you're not getting on Xbox live when it was just regular Xbox and stuff. Yeah, I think it was 50 so, bucks. For yeah, the year? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we definitely wasn't, wasn't paying for that. <laughs> so uh when Xbox 360 came out and I was able to afford my like you know, I had a little job, so I was able to afford, you know, my gamer tag and mm -hmm. Xbox Live and all that. Gears of War One was uh my passion. And uh, I found a guy from New York, uh my, my one of my good friends, uh True Skills, and me and him started playing Gears of War, and then we ended up being one of the top three on game battles for Gears of War, and then that was like when I was open, like I was like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And how, how old were you? Uh, I was around 15 years old, 15, oh, wow. 16 years old. Okay. And then uh, I moved on to Madden uh, when I was 17. Oh, well, 18, really. I was 18. Again, Lewis was in college uh, in Tampa Bay, and I stayed at his house, and I went to uh, Madden bus tour. And I got oh, oh, I remember that. women out there as well. So I used to play Madden heavy. And then Tell I you. went to the Navy. Tell me about the Madden bus tour. What was, was Big that? Gene, was Big Gene on the bus with you then? Uh, well, it was uh, they were at Tampa Bay uh, Stadium, so okay. like, they they had the you know the tour, and then uh, Tampa Bay Stadium was one of the places that they were playing, and yep. that's kind of where I went to go uh, compete. But it was absolutely amazing, man! That was like the first time I ever went to an in person like land event, and they had all the 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 screens like the the Xboxes and the screens put together in those little stands, and then you play. And that's back when, uh, you know, no offense, Omar, but I used to use you a lot back then. Too. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's back when LT was a cheat code in, in Madden. Oh, yeah. You know? No, no problem. No, yeah. no. You got to win games. I understand it. You know? Yeah, so LT was, uh, you know, everybody was using, you know, the, you know, uh, uh, LT in San Diego. So yep. and that's uh, when, when I used to play with him a lot. Yeah, that was like 2003, 2002, somewhere around yeah, there? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah, it was somewhere around there because I went. No, it was actually later than that. Um, It was around 2008 when I went. Uh, So, yeah, because I left for the Navy in 2008. So, it was 2007. That's when it was, 2007. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you so you come out of the Navy. Actually, that's where you met your wife as well. Yes, I remember, yes. I remember that. Yes. And a fantastic family, John, you know, hanging Thank out you. with them. 
you know, took took real good care of me out there, taught along with Titus as well. Um, so how did you get, you know, coming out of the army, mm-hmm. coming out of the military, you get into you you hear about the UEL or how do you get in? How did you get involved with it once you got to that so, next step? Uh, I want to say COVID. You know, I had a security business uh, before then. I got out the Navy, started doing security, had a uh, pretty successful security company. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when COVID hit, everything got shut <clears> down. And I'm just sitting in the house playing video games, and I started playing really competitive again. So uh, mm. I started playing 2K just the year 2018. I started playing 2K very competitive. Like mm-hmm. that was it. That was the only game I was playing day and night. Uh, we were in the discords, competing, uh, competing in WR, ADBA, all those things, and uh, trying to get into the 2K league. And uh, I actually, my wife tells me she's seen the ad on Instagram, and she goes, "Hey." Uh, need to get out of the house like check this place out <laughs> it's called UEL and I was like uh, I don't know I was like he was like they play 2k I was like okay all right I'll go up there, right, there go. Right. I walk in I, I see you know uh, my main man Herb and I see Courtney and then Titus is standing there too and then I asked him I was like hey do you guys do like 2k competitions and I was like yeah we, we play 2k and then they started telling me about the wheel and they're like man we got 33 different games man it, it's you no know, fighting games all this I was like Hey man, look, I, I'm no professional gamer, none of those things. I was like, I can compete in 2K and I want to pursue a passion in coaching. I was right. like, I wanted to be a coach in the 2K league or at yeah. least a player. And then he was like, You can be a coach here. I'm like, All right, uh, I'll come check it out. He told us about this tournament uh, where it's 10,000. I want to say about two weeks later, I'm sitting there. I get in, I get in there early and I'm just checking out the competition because I kind of wanted to see what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, you know, uh, looking, observing. And then we start playing, and then 2K rolls. And then everybody looks at me like, oh, is he going to play? And I completely dominated. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and then I remember Titus tells uh, John, uh, his brother, he was like, man, you need to go talk to him about being a coach. And then they asked me to be a coach here at the Bandits, and then I absolutely jumped on and I was honored. So, Oh, okay. That's nice. kind of what started my uh, foot in in UEL. Right, right. So – what was some other games? Because we know you had 2K Master. Did you mm-hmm. in, on that day? Did you did any, the will come around? And you had to play any other game on that moment? Um, that yeah, moment? Rainbow Six. Uh, but uh, my team was kind of like a last minute team that was kind of put together. So that uh-huh. was back before we had the draft and all that stuff. Uh, we were just kind of putting people together, and then they were playing. Um, so I was kind of put together. It was like a, a team of like random people of five, and yeah. we were like late entries. So it was like everybody that kind of came in late. And uh, I want to say Rainbow Six, I came in, I knew how to play a little bit, and mm-hmm. I did not know how to play Rainbow Six. <laughs> and uh, Gears of War, I came in playing in 2K. And I, I knew a little bit about Halo, but I didn't really, like, play it a lot. I, I played it, like, Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo right. 3, stuff like that. But I didn't play it, like, competitively, just kind of like a casual game. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, you, you strip off the coaching label now. Now you're just the COO of yes. UEL. And so yes. you've grown, grown into that role. So what, so tell us, you know, some of your responsibilities and what's your day to day now, since you're just doing the CEO side of the UEL. Okay. So uh, before it was nonstop video games, you know, uh, yeah. that's all I was playing. You know, I was uh, finding the strats and trying to, you know, help the team out the best way I can. Yeah. You helped me uh, out with Friday the 13th. Hey, there, uh, there we go. The money. <laughs> yes. He's a good coach. I can vouch for that. Definitely know what he's talking about. I appreciate that. Um, so we went uh from you know grinding out video games 
to now uh, nonstop meetings and phone calls. So I'm assisting uh, Titus <laughs> with uh, phone calls and assisting him with talking to some of these other businesses and trying to get uh, the name of UEO out. Uh, as you can see back here on this board, uh, merchandise. Yeah. Uh, I also help with the merchandising and organizing with merchandise. Um, I also help with, you know, the rules regulating and then uh, I may or may not, you know, start helping Titus with picking the wheel. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, he does such a great job on that. You know, I kind of like let him have the, the brain. So uh, me and Titus's relationship is, you know, Titus is the, the believer, the dreamer, and I'm the executor. Tell right. me, you know, you hey, gotta have that. You got to have that in a successful company. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. He tells me whatever he wants and then I go make it make it happen. So nice. Yeah. And how, I diff how different I was just going to jump in. Sorry. How different is your current role where you're talking with businesses? You're you're doing the merch. How, how different is that? than what you had pre-COVID before you got back in the gaming mm -hmm. and playing 2K and getting with UA, UEL. Is it is it like a whole new world for you as far as your career? No, no. Uh, I naturally, uh, I've always done business my pretty much my whole adult life. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I had security company for seven, eight years, so I'm kind of mm -hmm. used to uh, being that person and talking to other businesses and networking and that's something I do very well. Um, I just kind of, it's like one of my hidden talents in UEL uh, is yeah. networking. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I kind of keep it, you know, very separate. I, I try to keep the casual side of me in UEL. And I try to keep the business side of me away for only the, the people that need to see it. Okay, yeah. so I got to ask you then, what is the key to being a good networker? Because there are a lot of people probably listening to this Ooh. podcast yeah. in their own different I'll career fields. I'll yeah, I'll take, that's that. what I'm asking, because I want some tips too. Like, because it's it's something that everyone, if you want to advance in a career, you mm -hmm. basically need to know these skills. Yeah, mm -hmm. you you have to be the one that, to, that can execute a conversation. Just uh, a hi, how are you doing? And, and then go into, what are they doing? You know, see what they want to do first. And then you go, well, hey, you know, once you find a similar interest, well, hey, look, I, I kind of do that as well. And then they're going to ask you naturally, what do you do? And then once mm -hmm. they ask you naturally, what do you do? That's when I talk about UEL. And then nobody, nobody not, doesn't like hearing, you know, uh, uh, hearing about UEL. You know, everybody, you know, once they hear it, they're instantly like, wow, that sounds amazing. All right. All right. What's the, um, what's been the biggest, I say, part of the i say growth or passion from being a part of the ueo to where are you at right now um to be honest the you know the the growth of the league you know when i first came here it was you know i, I can tell it was just like titus trying to get something going yeah and then uh you know uh he he had a great idea but it just wasn't structured correctly and it wasn't mm -hmm. like structured right and then now to see where we went from the beginning to where it was you know one person just trying to you know make something happen so now the the amount of people in the community that we have grown to mm -hmm. is like instant gratification for me. Like every time when I see somebody that, you know, wants to volunteer, wants to help, you know, wants to come in and we appreciate them so much. And like, that's my, you know, that's what I love the most. Right, so, right. So segue, growth, you know? yeah, the growth there. So, so, so piggybacking off that, what are some of your goals to develop the UEL? Because you talk about a little bit, right? You kind of mentioned some of the things. You don't have to go into finite details because obviously you don't want to give up no trade secrets or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but you know, you know, for a company that wants to continue to grow, you got to have goals. So what are yes. some of some of them, some of them goals for? for um, some of our goals is, uh, I'll keep it short. You know, some of our yeah. goals is, you know, to definitely up our production, uh, mm -hmm. definitely have a, a better production, which, you know, uh, 
So a production on Twitch, basically yes. the Twitch show. Gotcha. Yep, the whole show and stuff, which uh, Polo's just taking over, and he's doing an amazing job at it. Uh, you know, now we're we're implementing those interviews, we're we're implementing those uh, cutting times into game setups to make it a little bit more entertaining, mm-hmm. and then not just focusing on commentary. Uh, we're also focusing on sponsorship, and then we're also uh, building our brand to other companies. And then also getting out some of these teams. Like, that's the biggest thing. We're trying to get some of these teams out, out here for sale. Yeah. Because uh, we're having a lot of interest in them. And then we're trying to keep that going. Yeah. And I can yeah, Titus sent me a text the other day for that re- that question right there, seeing if I could yeah. reach out to anybody that I know that would be interesting in, in purchasing purchasing a team. Um, yes. I had a, I had a great investment right now. Yeah. I had a question, but it'll pop back. John, you got anything you want to add to that? Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I just think it's, it's interesting the way you're, you're, you're growing the league. And if you had to, you know, write down what the league would be like in 10 years, what would you say great about question. the, about the great, UEL? Great question. Uh, we're going to be esports. Mm. We are going to be what everybody sees, what esports is. That's what we're going to be. You know, mm. that's our, that's our goal. And, uh, another, you know, long-term goal of ours is to get it into Olympics. Awesome. Think about the Olympics. That's what I'm talking about. UEL. I knew I liked y'all. Wow. Because you you gotta I say you gotta do you gotta put goals out there for yourself because obviously you will end up somewhere where you want to be because you gotta shoot for the stars. Because remember, you shoot for the stars, you're still in you you way out there. You Mm -hmm. know, you're gonna be amongst the clouds, how they say it. That's how that cliche goes. Shoot for the stars, you end up in the clouds. Yeah. That's that's where you want to be. I had a question, but it's going to pop back later. But I want to give I got this other question. I got teed up for you. So with your coaching hat, when you were doing the coaching thing, because you did it for me, you helped me yeah. out. And like it only <laughs> took like five minutes. Yeah. And Friday the 13th, like I only played it a few times. And I told him that I said, hey, man, I only played this once or twice. And I don't remember all the buttons and, and mm-hmm. the strategy of the game. But he said, I got you, AG. I got you. <laughs> and we started playing it. And within 10 minutes, might be less than 10 minutes, I had it down. Yeah. So. So what are your what are some of your training techniques when you were coaching that you use on some of the players? Because, you know, you're dealing with players that I know what I'm doing. You know, yeah, I got this. Absolutely. Why, why are you talking to me, coach? You know, boom, yeah. boom. so explain how you would crack that and then let them. And then then you got their ear on. Oh, man, he, he knows what he's talking about. I need to listen to him. So how did that yeah. go about? So uh, the biggest thing is uh, preparing your team. So I, I tell my team, even LeBron James has got a coach, you know. That's the right. biggest thing. So, like, they instantly know, all right, you know, he's the greatest player in the world right now, right? You know, yeah. athlete, whatever you want to call it. So, he's got a coach for a reason, so I got to be able to listen. So, that's what I tell everybody, you know. Uh, everybody has a coach. So, mm-hmm. again, and then follow the game plan. And then when I'm teaching somebody. Execution I, right there. Yes, execution, yeah. So, when I tell everybody, you know, I try to teach them on the most basic terms, like basic controllers. I, I find the cheesiest move or the cheesiest thing in the game and then those people that don't know the game that's what i bring to them so right. like whether it's a fighting game i'll tell them just learn this one combo so like dbz you know uh dragon ball z fighters is yep. one of the games on the wheel i tell everybody look just spam x when they go in the, in the air all you have to do is tap y and b and then when they hit the wall press rb and then when they hit the bottom you super that's it you find simple combos that you can just kind of do over and over for those people that don't play the game. Wow. So now, obviously, those people that that know the game and understand the game, I give them free range. I I still coach them and I still tell them, you know, hey, like, you know, don't don't be too aggressive when you know if they're dying a lot or if they're missing their combos. I'll tell them to bring it back a little bit, and then people will understand. 
but you have to understand your people. That's the biggest thing. Once you understand your people and who you're dealing with, mm-hmm. experience or not experience, then you know you know where to coach them from. I've got yeah. a great idea for you. All right. All right. So you put out short Instagram videos of just what you just told us right there. Just the basic, what'd you call it? Kind of tip? The uh the cheesy moves. The cheesy the, move. Yep. The, the basic you could have a whole moves. series of reels of the cheesy moves and you I I that would be so helpful to people who are just getting into the game that they find on Instagram. I love that idea. Yeah, I didn't even um, think about it, but yes, you're you're absolutely right. Yep. I mean, yeah. I would I, I'd be watching those just with the games. I'm like, all right, what's the basic move I need to know? Let's go. Um, yeah. I, I did have a follow-up on the Olympics deal because I, yeah. I was I was Googling that while we, you guys were talking here, and they're trying to get the Paris Olympics in 2024 to include esports. I don't know if that's a done deal yet. Mm-hmm. Um but it made me think. So, what games would be the Olympic games that would be played in esports? Like, what do you think would be the best choice? See that that's the the problem that UEO answers, or that's the question UEO answers. It wouldn't be one game, right? It would right. be the whole game. It would be all thirty three. Yes, it would be our strategy and what and and how we play the wheel. Because okay. that's the biggest thing. Is like I, everybody asks that question. We want esports and Olympics, right? How do we bring it to Olympics? What one or two or three games you think about it? You know, uh, you know, Valorant or you know, not picking on. I'm just saying the name, mm-hmm. Valorant or Call of Duty. Any one of those games, it's not going to be the same game four years from now. Mm-hmm. So they're they're training on that one game, and then now four years from now, it's a completely different game. Like, how do you how do you keep that same crowd involved in that one game? Yeah, enthusiastic to watch it. Exactly. Right. So now with, with UEL, we can do whatever we want with, with, with the wheel. We put what games we want, and then now you play our structure and how we play esports. Yeah. So that's why I say we are going to be esports in the future. When okay. people think about esports, they're going to think about UEL. Yeah. So I, I say, I say, when thinking about the Olympics, what I know is that obviously any game, any comp- competition in the, that's for going for a gold medal has to be played around the world. Yes. And a lot of the games in the world are played around the world, but not played Absolutely. in that setting. So mm-hmm. that I say that's going to be the idea for you to think about with Titus to get the UEL in other countries. Yes. Basically. And we're or working on now. OK, good. Yes. Because I'm part of it. I'm part of UEL, too. That's why I'm telling you. Yes. Oh, I hope I hope no. you're in that. You're thinking about that territory. You go so Canada over in Europe yeah. or in Asia, Australia, you know. Yep. What I'm saying too much, we already uh, have ties and we already have plans and talks with different countries. Beautiful. So we, we here in the next couple of months, you, you'll see that soon. You see that yeah. golf clap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, you got to think, for, you got forward think, you know, you got to have Absolutely. a game plan. Uh, you got to have the ideas and the ideas get written down and then get structured. You know, what's yeah. more, what's, okay, what idea is going to be priority number one? What's going to be two, three, four, five? All the way to whatever 100 whatever it is and then like you mentioned already then the execution starts you know yes it, then you you start going down and hitting all those ideas what worked what didn't work you know correct adjust from there um and that's where right now where y'all at right now it's been yes. it's been great it's been great so um question on the coming up of playing on that wheel what was your go-to i know you started off with obviously 2k was your game yeah. But as you played as, as a coach, too, what was the game that if it rolled up when you were coaching, you're like, oh, yeah, OK, we we got this. You know, we got oh. this. I saw your face light up when I was yep. there a few times when, was, yeah. oh, we good. We good. You know, from absolutely. That yeah. Uh, so that game is Friday the 13th. Oh, it was. <laughs> oh. We're, we're winning as a survivor. We're winning as a killer. It does not matter. <laughs> so once that game came up, 
the, everybody in the league instantly knew if 300 was coaching or 300 was playing, just forfeit. You know, we're, we're not. They'll try it. They'll try to play the game, and they're still going to lose. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Friday the 13th. Oof. That yeah. was fun. That was yeah. fun. I love All right. Game. All right. Next next question to close it out here. What's uh? So, you got what? Well, today's Thursday. You got mm-hmm. months from now. You got 23 just started. What's up? What's next for you in the UAL, being a CEO? One of some of the things that you can share with us uh, coming down the line. <laughs> well, uh, what's next is we're getting ready for the next draft for uh, season seven. Uh, we're, we're getting ready for that next season. And uh, we're actually doing a draft registration. So if anybody's mm-hmm. interested in uh, being a player in UEL, make sure you go to our Instagram, UEL Esports, and you get into Discord and then you register for uh, the next season's uh, registration. Uh, so that's the next big thing. Uh, we're going to be announcing here soon what the pot size will be for next season. So people are going to be really surprised for that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're just preparing now for next season to get a next season structured. We already have our whole year planned out on how we're going to do it. And uh, now we're just getting uh, ready for the next season. That's that's really my goal and my job. Nice. Nice. All right. I think your uh, UEL is in good hands. And yes. if you, got, you ever got a question, you know, you can bark up my tree. You got my number. You, we're in the Discord chit chatting as well. Um, yes. Hit always. me up any. Hit me up anytime. So uh, Anthony, um, I would. Do, if you have time, you can stick around because we're gonna hit some yeah, quick sure. hit news bite that's been going on in the, in the video game space in our in our world and in our culture. So if you can't stick around, great. So we're gonna go to quick hit news bites right here, um, and get the the screen ready. Didn't get it ready beforehand, so. We had some fun stuff going on in Vegas where I was trying to get out to, but I didn't make it. It's uh, CES was going on out there. And of course, with CES, we got all the new innovation of technology. You know, so I looked at I grabbed some of the I found some of the stuff that was like interesting from stuff that helps you work better in the kitchen or the garage or uh, other places at work. And then also I looked up the gaming stuff that was at E3 or CES because we're gamers. We're on this show. You listen, you're watching, you tune in and not to find out what the next monitor is or what the next PlayStation uh, peripheral going to be. We got to you know, we got to know this. stuff. So for uh, I say for stuff around the house, let me see here. It was right here. Here we go. We got some interesting things. I know I found one thing I saw on Instagram. What is that refrigerator? They have a free. Well, here we go. So LG, so with this refrigerator, before I get into the refrigerator, it's okay. a machine. Somebody they made. I forgot the company. I just saw it on Instagram. I was swiping up, and it's a company that tests fruit. So, as for example, an avocado. You know how if you love guacamole, I love guacamole. I love uh, avocado spread. Um, I, I do an avocado smoothie. That's that's awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it tests it. Te- the machine tests that the fruit is ripe. It's ready to go. You know, oh, no sometimes way. you don't want the guacam the, the avocado too hard when you're trying to wake your make your guacamole and then it doesn't come out really smooth and and creamy and all that stuff so in the machine it tests when the fruit is ready oh, so bam so i'm like oh i said that's yeah. a game changer that's one i might go get and so here right here is the lg refrigerator mod mod up i'm so not this- a fan <laughs> okay can i describe it first john sure, go ahead <laughs> it says the new <laughs> lg mod up I'm saying mood up, excuse me, mute mood. So your mood fridge is designed with color changing LED door panels to add flexible aesthetic to your kitchen. So using the LG ThinQ app, you can choose from 22 colors for the upper panels and 19 colors of the lower panels or use one of the pre 
colored themes. So, you know, that color, how it can affect you when you're having a bad day. Maybe it could cheer you up. I don't know. I think this is what they're trying to do at LG. They're trying to bring more calming things to deal with some of the stuff we went through COVID. I think this might have been a COVID idea. Like during COVID, man, you're in the house all day and you know how colors can affect you. You know, some people have that. And it is a, it's a fact in some way because I know college football, Iowa State, the locker, the visiting locker room was painted pink. The whole locker room was painted pink. So when we walk in the locker room, we'd be like, you know, and I, I ignored it because I knew about it. I heard about it. So they was trying to psych us out. You know, we see pink everywhere. You know, usually it's just a white wall or a gray wall, concrete wall. But this was all the walls were pink. So they're trying to play mind tricks on us there. Um, so this is later released here in 2023. So, John, I'm going to buy this for your uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, uh, during covid the family we bought a, a refrigerator and it came down i mean you can get all the cool fancy you tap the glass see what's inside they got ipads on refrigerators wi-fi now lg's changing colors and it came down to we want our food cold <laughs> so we just <laughs> want the one that opens and closes uh, right. because honestly a lot sometimes with technology in a dishwasher in a refrigerator in a microwave personally i feel like you know how you have, I don't know, maybe somebody has an iPad that's six, seven, eight years old. That yeah. the same, does it? Nope. Yeah. Not everything runs uh, the best on it. That's what's going to happen to your refrigerator. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. the way I look at it, at least. Hey, look, this is keep my stuff cold and maybe put a microwave on it. You know, that'll be pretty dope. Okay. Uh, next thing here from uh, Dyson, they're in the headphones now. I thought Dyson what? was just vacuum cleaners. So they got air purifying headphones. Air purifying headphones? Yeah, Dyson Zone headphones here. So as Dyson has it says here, has spent the last decade researching issues around indoor and outdoor pollution, especially in bigger cities. So with both air and noise population or pollution, excuse me, uh, can deliver an assault on your senses. So this is interesting. Dyson Zone. Uh, air purifying, noise canceling headphones. So not only do they cancel wow. the noise around you, they're gonna help purify the air that you walk in. And then it, does it like cycle it in front of your nose and says, mouth? You breathe it. It says it allows you to make calls, listen to music, and get filtered personal air. So that little mask right in front of you, I, man, that's cool. I want to be a fly on the wall in this uh, research room right here. I'm like, what come? My question is, what 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 motivates you to come up with this idea, this this right here? I mean, how do you go from vacuums to headphones, right? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, the vacuum part that's it's a pure it's a filter in the vacuum that cleans the air. It doesn't spew out all the garbage that you uh, vacuum up. So I could see that part. But sure. the headsets and stuff, they just took it to another level. They just blew my mind. What's right your favorite here. pair of uh, headphones you guys own? Um, I say I like my Dre Beats in the ear. Yeah, what about uh, you, three hundred? AirPod Pros. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Me nice. too. I got the yeah. AirPod Pros. Yeah. Yeah. AirPod Pros. So, and then the next one, I say good for the environment, full waste fertilizer composter. So taking your garbage and composting it to then you could put it out in the yard. I'm assuming that's what it sounds like to me. That's what I know. Wow. Compost. Cause I have a compost garbage in my backyard. So it says since roughly 30 to 40% of the full supply in the U S becomes food waste, we've dedicated to helping families find practical ways to reduce food waste. So enter the what's it Reneco Prime, a composter designed to reduce 90% of your fuel waste by turning it into rich fertilizer that can spread on top of the lawn, soil, garden, or wow. the potted plants. Now nailed it. I told you because I know I got composting in the backyard myself. And then once it all disintegrates, it gets it basically turns into dirt. And then you can lay it out when you in your garden, whatever you you're growing back there. So 
question. So you mm. keep this in your house? Uh, no, probably. Yeah, it looks like small enough. It goes on a kitchen counter. Yeah, or it might be bigger. I, don't, I can't tell by the photo how big or small it is. So. I'm not trying to blank on anybody's parade here, but <laughs> why don't you just do it outside like you do? Like, why do we need to bring it into a little high-tech receptacle when nature does its job outside? I got to ask the company that, bro. That's that's the question I have. <laughs> hey, send an email to them. I'm pretty sure okay. they, had, they got frequently asked questions. So there you go. Okay. Uh, this next one, I think, looks pretty... Weird. All right. Cool. This one, oh yeah. So this was the big thing. It's been a, a lot of companies. This is one of many companies that felt that urine analysis wasn't a big thing to hit this year. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a COVID. I think this is another COVID idea because oh, everybody's yeah. in the house. Yeah. They were getting tested, and you you know you got to testing was a thing. Swabbing the nose or the throat, which is not which is uncomfortable. So here you go. I guess you could maybe test your COVID or test for other things. Obviously by urinating on this device. So at-home urination analysis, Withings U-Scan. So the U-Scan by Withings, if I'm saying that correctly, is a cartridge-based platform designed to detect, measure, and analyze biomakers in urine at home. While it's not a medical device, it is a convenient way to better understand your health. So mm -hmm. at launch, there will be two cartridges, CycleSync, and help for tracking menstrual cycles neutral balance and tracking hydration and nutrition yeah. so there you go personally you can't wait until it is quickly tested for uti so all that stuff well, that human beings come into uh come into certain situations so there you go i like the idea of keeping track of your nutrition and saying like, hey i need to eat more whatever so right you just, you just pee on it <laughs> basically they're making it really self uh this is what it looks like in the picture hey they're making it real easy on us so when we got stuff going on with our bodies, hmm. then you just got to make sure you got this device sitting in the toilet. There you hey, go. Quick uh, question. Uh, I asked, why don't you just compost outside? Uh, we have one comment, animals. That's why. Okay, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. animals get up in there. Yeah, uh, they'll eat it. And then another comment, uh, big city, like people that want small gardens in New York. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is that a thing. That is a like you're, you're in a big city and you don't have a lawn. You don't have a place to compost. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Makes more sense now. Makes more All sense. right. Let's get over to the gaming stuff now. We need yeah, some gaming stuff. Here we go. All right. Let me see. Let me go back to the top. And they have this monitor. It was a PC. There's a couple gaming PCs right here. But I just want to, I got to go with this, this though right here. You Look see this thing? It. Look at this, this thing. Okay. Anthony. Okay. You playing, you playing okay. 2K. Are you playing Halo on this 57 inch Samsung gaming monitor? Now it has all the little wheels of bussing buttons. It's a Neo G. It's curved. Display is HDR 100 model monitor. Um, seven, and that's 7680 by 21 by 2160 pixel resolution, which is ridiculous. Um, what K is that? Then 240 hertz refresh rate at a 30.9 aspect ratio, which is very wide and very basically very big. So. The NVIDIA G, uh, RTX 490, that's the GPU uh, that can handle. So you can have a GPU uh, 490 on this that can run. It will run on this monitor is basically what it's saying here. So what are your thoughts on this, Anthony? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm playing on anything that's 57 inches. No. Nah. <laughs> that is way too much to focus on, especially on an FPS. Yes, too, too much to focus on. And obviously, be, be, to be competitive, 
you would think no. it'd still be lag, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? no, I mean, where's my mini map on there? Like, I gotta like <laughs> turn my head to look, <laughs> turn left <laughs> to right, to look where my mini map in my health is. You know? It's like you're driving almost. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. So what's the what's the perfect size monitor, guys? So the perfect size monitor is right here, this next one, which is between I say 23 inches to about 25. This next one here yeah. from Alienware. It's a new inch, a new 25 inch gaming monitor. Um, where is it? 500 hertz refresh rate oh. when uh when overclocked. So that means you know, putting it at a higher level, using a higher level GPU on to with this monitor, and it has a four 480 refresh rate. So the monitor says it's based in IPS, which gives better color viewing angles and higher brightness uh, for the first 500. So this is the first 500 Hertz monitor, you know, Asus ROG Swift 500 megahertz as well, which uses the TN technology is expected to ship early February in China and late March for us here in the United States. So this is the prime inches that you want on a competitive monitor console or PC that you're playing on, John. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yep. chicken tech and uh, x-ray are going crazy right now for that monitor. I'll yeah, are they? Right are they been talking PC about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'll say any highly competitor, which they are, will want this because this because this is like uh, having a pair of Jordans if you're a basketball player, or a pair of shoes that you know fit your foot. You know, football mm -hmm. is having your shoulder pads, your helmet, a good football that you like to throw. You know, yeah. even though it's not the newest one out the box, it's the one you've been throwing on all season long. You still want you want to want that feel. So that's it's all about feel. And uh, for this, for, you know, esports pros out there. And so now Sony, too, they got into building something new here. So Sony shows its new accessible controller. So Sony revealed the Project Leonardo, a new gaming controller kit designed to customize for people with disabilities reported to mm -hmm. C, uh, C, CNET's uh, Stephen uh, Mazula, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan, and the kit. Will allow players and disabilities to more to play more easier. Okay, there we go. More comfortable for longer periods. So Sony doesn't announce the price release date yet. So there you go. Another adaptive controller. I love that because Xbox has an adaptive controller too for people that can't, you know, do the normal gaming as we are with controllers and, and joysticks and stuff in our hands. So this is another good job, Sony. There you go. We get what you guys think about this right here. Uh amazing. I actually know a couple of people. Uh, I want to say, uh, I think his name is Lagout on uh, 2K, and mm -hmm. he has disability with uh, with a hand, and right. he still plays at a very high level. So right. that would be something he could probably definitely use. So yeah, Sony, because I, yeah, I think this is Sony's first attempt at this too. I don't know if they've done anything like this in the past, but I know Xbox has been quite a far ahead of them on that standpoint. So this is their their reach out for that. So good job there, Sony. So Dell as well with their Nixie controller, and I think this controller. I remember reading it the other night it had something to do with uh, kind of like the face recognition or finger recognition on oh, it on the joystick or something there. So that's reader under its center button. Yes. So he had the heptic stuff going on, you know, not only the vibration, but actually like your iPhone or Samsung where you could just use your fingerprint or your face recognition to, you know, open the unlock the phone. Somehow it helps you with programming the map. The map out of the the buttons here, the layout of the button configurations and everything on the controller, uh, and so a lot of fun stuff there at CES. I'm gonna try to. I was trying to go, man. I, I love to go. I've been out there a few times, and it's uh, always fun to see the things. The one time I went, the first time I went, I saw uh, Spalding out there, and they had what they had. They had a basketball that tracked your stats, like your dribbling, 
um, your rebounding, how many shots you made in the ball. It was like wow. a chip in the basketball. So I'm like, this is pretty okay. Land high school, high school John would have loved that ball. <laughs> Just downloading all my stats and making <laughs> charts. There you go. There you go. All right, John, what about yourself? What you got going on? Uh, let's get to this or that. I know my, okay. my yeah, I can't compete with CES. Let's get to okay. uh, let's get to a little bit of this or that. All right, let's do that. Let's get over to this or that. Mm -mm -mm. All right, John. Okay. You got uh, it. All right. This is from Big B. By the way, if you have an idea for this or that, a question for this or that, you can drop it, by the way, in the comments right now if you're watching on Twitch or Facebook or YouTube or uh, all the places this is streamed. Or you can stop in our Discord, our social media, and uh, we'll try to get your this or that question on the podcast. So Big B asks, Forza or Need for Speed? Ooh. I'll let our guests go on this one. Hey, Need for Speed all day. All day. Ooh. I do not like Forza. <laughs> we had it on the wheel, and I did not like Forza. But Need for Speed is so much more hype. It brings so much more energy. And yeah, definitely Need for Speed. Why, so, why, 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 why didn't you like Forza? That was my next question. Well, okay. Why um, not? Uh, it's just i just didn't like it yeah i don't know I just, yeah. just the mechanics of the game like how it drives uh how it looks it just i'm not a big car person either but um and it was gotcha. kind of just boring like i'm just racing just one-on-one -on -one racing you know you're racing somebody else like you know it, it's it just wasn't it for me but need for speed man is especially the hot pursuit the one we got on the wheel i was gonna ask you which one because they have uh, most wanted Okay. Hot yeah, pursuit, remaster, yep. hot pursuit. Yeah, uh, all day, man. The, you know, cops and robbers thing. I love it. Yeah, it is. I, I say most wanted was my favorite. I think I'm a hundred. It was a thousand point achievement. You know, where you do all yeah. the achievements. I was that. That's the on and only game I, I got that on. That's how yeah. hard, <laughs> how much grinding I did on that game. Yes, for so, sure. How about you, right. Juan? What are you picking? Um, I'm like I'm Need for Speed too, as I just mentioned. Between uh, most wanted. And then Hot Pursuit right after that, I mm -hmm. played that as well. And then the new one, I haven't touched it yet, the Outbound or something like that that we just talked about here on the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I know that's a lot of people, I've heard good reviews about the Outbound or something, Out of Bounds or something like that is the, la the latest edition of Need, Need for Speed. Okay, let's get to our next this or that. Uh, right. This is probably from the mind of Amon. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather eat off of a toilet or out of a trash can? Uh, Eat Guess. off of a toilet, yeah, or out of a trash can. I mean, it depends on how clean the trash can is. Yes, yeah. right. That's right, the point. Right. I mean, it That's depends on how clean the toilet is. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, here's. Oh man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Okay, hey. I think I do know. I'm gonna go with trash can, but barely trash can, <laughs> because barely. obviously, you know, you put, you washed your hands, you may dry it off with paper towel, you throw those germs in there, you throw all the food in there but for the you're not putting your food where somebody just sat down on their bear you know yeah so i think i'm choosing toilet you're choosing toilet you know on toilet wow why is the toilet cleaner i just i can't do rotten food and all that i don't know oh. you see you see where everybody's mind go like it could yeah. be a you think of nasty food when john said it was like uh it's a clean it could be a clean trash can yeah <laughs> you put on the toilet 300 you're putting it where people have sat where yeah. people have done some, some maybe they had a, hey 
Right. I'll deal with the sweat. I'll deal with the sweat, then uh, rotten and flies and all that other stuff, man. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with the trash can as well. I'm gonna go trash can as well. I can't do it. Yep. Here we go. All right, next one on the list, John. Uh, dream. Come where do you? Honestly, I don't understand. I got this from a movie. I've seen movies where they do this scene when uh, a wife or I mean not a wife, boyfriend or a husband drinks out of the shoe of his wife. I was like, I was watching something. I can't remember what I was watching. You I was like, him, right? yeah. uh, drink soda from your dress shoes or drink soda from your gym shoes. Uh, it's nasty either way. Yeah. I'm going to do dress shoes because I, I don't wear them a whole lot. Yeah. Same. My gym yeah. shoes I wear every day. Yes. So I already know my feet are, I got hot. I got <laughs> dragon feet. It's bad. Oh, yeah. I already know. Ugh. Just to think uh, about what you could be possibly, you have athlete's foot or something. That's why I'm not using my gym shoes. Can't do the gym I, shoes. I barely wear my, I barely dress up to go anywhere. You yeah. Know, you know, wear a suit and tie and it's a nice dress. Those dress shoes are pretty much brand new. So, mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. For me, I that's agree. for me. Dress what you shoes. got, Anthony? Definitely dress all right. shoes all the way. Yeah. Yeah. John? I think you guys are right on. It has to be dress shoes. Dress shoes. We got dress yeah. shoes here with uh, Raymond. Raymond Ortiz says dress shoes there. Oh, man. Shout out to my uncle, man. Yeah. Hey, oh, okay. Nice. Big, big fam up in here. Uh, shoot the boot for Jeremy. So the boot in rugby is your shoe. They call the boots the shoe. That's Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing? All right. Next one on the list, John. Fight uh, five small chickens. Or five. <laughs> I love it. Or five. Okay. All right. Let's start over. Fight five small chickens. All right. Or fight one horse-sized chicken. Well, you have the, five small ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm cool. putting them things. I, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> off the field. Yeah. How I got this is fighting them, fighting herds. You know, playing, oh, okay. fighting that game with horses and goats and llamas, kicking my butt. I'm like, because yeah. it's just a computer. Like mm-hmm. when I put it on AI mode, and it's not even. It's on the middle, like normal. It's on normal, and I can't even get a dub in a, in a normal match. I mean, like, oh my god, that's like I know I'm not this bad at fight at Street Fighter, but you yeah. know. Okay, I got. Let me let me let me change this up a little bit. How about fight five small chickens with razor blades on their feet and beaks? <laughs> oh man! Or one horse-sized chicken? Does that change it for anyone? That might change it because you now can that- still kick kick the little ones off of you. You got yeah. a chance with a foot. Well, you got a horse-sized chicken. You seen Fall Glory? Uh, was it Fall Corn Leghorn on the Looney Tunes? That's a big chicken, man. <laughs> he gets yeah, his he yeah. gets his hands on you. It's a wrap. Yeah, I think you I'm still so going to choose a little chickens. Yeah. Okay, how about fifty small chickens, and they all have razor blades on their beaks <laughs> yeah, and everything? Yeah. Or one Wonku says, "Drop them, drop kick the chickens." Oh man, that's that's hilarious right there. Yeah, game is boring. I'm still taking the small ones. Yep, I'm taking small ones. I don't care if you make them into uh, cyborg mutants. I'm taking the small ones. <laughs> well, I don't know. 50 is a lot. 50. Uh, I might have to take the big one then. The big right. 50 of them. Yeah. Oh, 50 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to deal with one. You don't want to deal with multiple. All right. All right, man. Let's uh, thank Jake Anthony for hanging out, doing that uh, real quick. I'm going to head over. Hold on. Uh, moving real oh, yeah, fast. Definitely. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where am I? Oh, I know what I did wrong. There we go. All right. Let's head it over to game releases now. We got we're talking video games, John, uh, John and Anthony. You got some time you hear it. Still, oh, yeah. still got time. I'm still sure. got time. Sure. Cool. Arr. 
I don't know if you could hear that little no, dog in the background and everything. So, John, you're up first, buddy. Okay. First up on my game releases. Once again, for those new to the podcast, Amon sends a list of new game releases each week, and I just pick a book by its cover. You know, I, I basically I look at the names. I'm like, that sounds interesting. What is this? So the first one I picked was Flash Party, and uh, I think we got that up right now. So Flash Party... Uh, the Stardust Warriors is an overall upgrade to this fun-loving, exciting fighting party. Flash Party is a multi-platform fighting game that is free to play with online and offline matches to choose from, various modes, themed seasons, and competitive pinnacle arena. All right, so it's a fighting game, Flash Party. A lot of fighting mm. games out there. I guess, um, to me, graphics look fun. Yeah, they look good. Like standard, uh, you know, kind of fighting game to me so far. Yes. Almost like a Super Smash Bros. Yes. Multiverses mm -hmm. type feel. I could see that as well. It looks like in that one you're playing in somebody's uh, like a child's bedroom or something with a background. But um, I don't know. I mean, you guys are, are really into into these fighting games. What what are your first impressions when you see Flash Party? I mean, I, th I think it's great. It looks like a, a new cool game. Uh, definitely reminds me a lot of uh, Smash. So yeah. uh, hopefully. Uh, I don't know if the Smash is going to take it on, but you know, hopefully, uh, there's definitely grow a community with it. Wow, it looks like you can play as a cat in a robot. Okay. Um, cat that's in a it, robot. That's, and that's most fighting games. Most fighting games, yeah. you playing as something, you know, animal shape or animal esque type uh, creature or something. And uh, I, I wonder if Nintendo has patented like the game finding style of Super Smash Bros. because everybody's basically copycatting it right now. Yeah, it looks. Not saying it's a bad game. It's still a bad game. It just I see multiverses. I see Super Smash Bros. in that, and uh, it's a popular style. I hope they're getting their money. Well, we know they're getting their money. All right, next game for you, John. All right, and then my next game I picked was Rogue AI Simulator. You know, I'm really into this chat GPT right now. It's artificial intelligence, which you can tell it to, like, write a story, and it writes a huge story for you. So I was like, AI, that sounds interesting. So <laughs> play as Rogue Artificial Intelligence in the sequel to the I'm an Insane Rogue AI. This one's called Rogue AI Simulator. So your prime directive is simple. Design a facility and manage human test subjects for the Department of Science, but be careful. They never stop being suspicious of you. Of course. You're are rogue. you the robot? Is it saying I, are you the, you're the robot? I think you're the rogue AI. Oh, you're the rogue AI? Yeah, they're going to be suspicious of, of you. Of course they're no. going to be suspicious of you. It's like right. Among Us. Among yeah. Us. That's what yeah. it looks like. Yeah, with yeah. weapons now. With more yeah, weapons. Yeah, Among Us with weapons, yeah. With more weapons. Because you already have weapons on Among Us. Now you got, like, guns and bullets and everything else. Yeah, so you play as a rogue artificial intelligence. Now, is that a mobile game? No, it's on all, it's on all platforms. It's on uh, all yeah. PC, PC oh, okay. console, everything. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. All right, I got a fun game here. And it's a famous, famous anime that we know of now today uh mm -hmm. one piece is got ah. out with its rpg come on what is it doing there we go play stop acting up there we go <laughs> dealing with it so i'm a fan i've always been a fan now i'm on to watch this start watching the series because now the movie or now a video game is now out um so it has different little features like I'm not like I said, I'm just getting into this, so I don't know a whole lot about the uh, 
the actual storyline. I just know they they do what they do on here. I gotta find. Hold up. I had the information on. Because I'm just, like I said, popular anime. I had what I was supposed to write up, what I was going to talk about. I can't find it right now, so that's why I'm just freelancing. <laughs> I'm just freelancing right now. Like, dang it. Um, so, a lot of my fans, a lot of my players that I coach at Lakeland, they talk about One Piece. They talk about what else? Uh, JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure. And they all been now turning to games. And so, this is going to look like it's more into the RPG style of, uh, of gaming here. And I know some fighting going on. I'm gonna find my my clip of what my what I was supposed to say on here. To make sure I don't sound like a fool. Here we go. Found it. Uh, this, this is blue. This is going to bloopers. This is going to bloopers. Here we go. All right. In One Piece, players will embark on an adventure of Luffy and the Straw Hat crew. That's it now. I don't know if I'm a roll with a crew called the Straw Hat Crew, but I guess they're dangerous. So as they're trying to regain their lost power, so they lost their powers. So to do so, they will visit Memoria. Of course, they lose their powers. They got to memorize them. So a world built from memories of their previous encounters, leading them to go back to important locations in their history as they as a blob, Albasta and Water Seven. I got to make sure you got to, you know, slow down, try to say all these big words here for me right now. In adventure, you will experience new new story of Straw Hats. We'll focus on Usup and Robin. The quest will then lead them to see familiar places and the like Galleria La Company faces like Frank, Frankie's gang, Iceberg, Akuki, if I said that correct, and some of the CP9 members like Lucci and Kaku. All right. We got a lot of big stuff going on. Okay. I'm new to this, so <laughs> game comes out this week. Don't 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 try to judge me. Like I said, I'm just getting into playing and watching One Piece and the game here. So One Piece Odyssey, check it out here. All all platforms. Whew. Yeah. I got through that. All right, next <laughs> game now. Now Anthony, you brought up Contra earlier. Yes. So I found Love this it. game. I found this game that when I first watched the video, I'm like, oh man, this is so dope. And it looks like, wait a minute, what? Why does this kind of remind me of Contra here? So I watched the video and I'm like, what? I was like, is this the same developers? So we got Vengeful Mo Moonrider. I'm sorry, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider. It's a side scrolling action platformer similar to Contra, old school game classic, inspired by the golden. And boom, it answers my question right here. Inspired by the golden age of classic 16-bit action game, it launches on PS5, PS4, PlayStation, and PC. So basically all platforms. And it's also on Steam. So you can download it from the Steam account there. So it's basically the the plot is humanity, humanity finds an unlikely hero after building an army of super soldiers as weapons of war and authorians, authoritative, whatever. (laughs) unwilling to seal their fates and bring an online ninja war known as the moon rider so conceived as a tool preserved for the totalitarian state the moon rider instead rejects an intense purpose and wages relentless battle on vengeance against its creators and fellow soldiers so you could gear up for battle you know you have the best classic action game elements like laser precise sights Daring ninjas ensuring with a snappy 
respective combat and supreme challenging. So it kind of, what do you think? Did it kind of remind you of uh, that is Contra? One hundred percent Contra. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, one hundred percent. I was like, hold up. And so they got key yeah. features like uh, created by Jay. It was a Joy Masher, the studio behind a lot of games that I know don't know how to say right now. Odkin, <laughs> Odalis, and Blazing Chrome. Uh, authentic retro g- game feeling, 100% that we just got approved by Anthony there. Um, so check those games out, all platforms coming out this week. Check all our clips. I'll be posting up on that. And now to wrap up the show, we got what's on stream. Row, row, row your boat gently up the... Uh, sorry, excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. All right, what's on stream, Anthony and crew. We've been watching Wednesday on Netflix. I don't know if you caught this yet. Uh, I did see you were watching. Yeah, you're watching some shows. Uh, yeah. Wednesday. Are we going to ruin anything for you if we talk about it? Are you oh, going to? No, watch no, it? no, no. Okay. okay. You're not. A, yeah. Okay. Good. We'll let the video play in the background. It is a good show. I love it. We're on episode three and four right now. And so Wednesday is now. I say more getting. I say getting introduced to all the her new classmates, and it's a school, uh, Anthony, where. It's a school for misfits. So there's vampires, there's werewolves, there's mm-hmm. uh, sirens, there's mermaids. These are the kids that of their, you know, of their mom and dad that come to the school called Nevermore in Jericho. We don't even, I think it's a fictional town, city, um, but it's off the Win- Wednesday Adams, the Adams family lore of uh, storytelling. And so Wednesday Adams played by Jenna Ortega right there. For me, she's done a great job with it. And but this episode where we're trying to find out who this who's been killing some of the students from nevermore in the woods at night so don't go in the woods right now as the sheriff has been <laughs> proclaiming because you're gonna get ripped apart if you go in the woods so you're trying to figure out who wh- who's doing the killing you know is it a monster is it is it a bear um and so this is them you know this is i say they keep showing wednesday and her adaptation of getting you know introduced to her classmates when she's not going to do it because she's just she's a rogue she does her own thing so john what, what's your thoughts here Okay, so uh, here are my notes for episode three. I'll start with episode three. Because <laughs> episode two ended with someone putting a hood over the head of Wednesday, and she's, like, been kidnapped. So you're like, oh, my gosh, what a cliffhanger. I must watch episode three. So we find yep. out that Bianca, that girl with, the like, the crazy eyes. She's a siren. She's yep. a siren. She's got those blue eyes. Bianca and the nightshades. So it's kind of like this group. That's the little click in the in the high school there. We find out that that's the people that kidnap her. Then that Trevor Lawrence looking kid suggests <laughs> that she joins as well. There's a kid that looks just like you know young Trevor Lawrence. Gotcha. Uh, quarterback Jaguar. <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Wednesday's just like nope. And then that's the end of it. And and I thought to myself, what a hollow tease. At, at the end of episode two, because they wrapped up what happened with her being kidnapped in like 45 seconds. Right. And then they're like, we'll go on with the episode. I'm like, that was just a tease because they needed something to keep the series going. Gotcha. And it made me a little upset. So, anyway, John, what did you want? What did you would rather see? There? Hey, if you're ending with this cliffhanger tease that someone got kidnapped, give me a story about it. They, they were like 60 seconds later, like, OK, now she's not kidnapped anymore. So you're, So it's kind of like. Oh, so she really wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal, what you just showed me at the end of episode two that made me want to watch episode three. It's it's those types of teases, guys, in my opinion, that make you 
not want, I'm not saying this is going to happen Wednesday, but not want to watch TV shows. Those are the types of teases you see in the TV series, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, where they have these crappy teases that don't mean anything. And then you stick around and you watch the next episode and it was not even anything they made it out to be. And then I you're feel like, you. I, I feel your you're pain. Terrible. I'm not I watching that. I'm not falling for that again. Oh, uh, you sound just like me when I watch a movie preview and then I go see the movie and I'm like, what the heck? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> all the preview I saw was all these good scenes. I see the whole movie in entirety and it's not good. Like, come you on. Saw you saw they it. Got it. They sucked this in. Anthony, you ever feel like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife talk about it all the time. It's like a thing with me and my wife and my daughter. Like, we'll probably watch 30 seconds of a trailer now instead of watching <laughs> the whole thing. Like, because it's just the trailers give away the whole movie or the whole show now. Yeah. yeah. So do you watch it kind of like, did it catch my attention? Yes. Stop it. Or yes, just, exactly. Okay. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as one of us instantly go, yeah or no. And we'll we'll stop it and then watch the movie. <laughs> well, that's, that's why so Netflix crazy. is good. Netflix, Hulu, they got the previews. You can watch the yep. trailers. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, but they didn't I used to do that. They didn't used to do that. They made you watch the movie. Yes. Back in the yeah. day when Netflix first came out. You know what yeah. I do like about what Netflix shows you is they not all they don't always show you a trailer. They'll show you a clip. Just a mm -hmm. scene, right? A yep. scene. And it'll be like a really intriguing scene. And I thought that's a really unique way instead of showing everything that happens in the series. You're like, Oh, that was interesting. I'm in. Yeah. So I like the way they do that. All right. Other notes on this. So she finds the other page of that book that she was looking for with the other half of that page where she's standing there in front of Nevermore Academy. And now she finds the other half where there's this like pilgrim looking guy. Mm -hmm. uh, something okay. crack, crack something. Yeah. Something I forget crack. his name. He's like one of the founders of the school. Yeah. He's the founder of the town of the yeah. town of Jericho. And she has a vision later on where she sees Goody Adams. Uh, who is sentenced to being burned, uh, you know, back in the day by this pilgrim looking guy uh, yep. because they thought she was a witch. Um, so she sees that type of vision in this episode, which is part of she finds uh, out it's part of her ancestry. You know, so yes. she, they're they're related. That's right there. That's that's Trevor right Lawrence, by the way, right there. Oh, yes. Yeah, so he, <laughs> <laughs> he has a name. I forget it at the moment. Yeah, so, you know, it's a mystery too, uh, Anthony. So it's yeah. comedy slash mystery. Wednesday Adams. She don't. She don't put up with the BS. Let's just be like that's her attitude. And but she's a you know, she's the, the daughter of uh Gomez and um yeah. the mom's name right now. But she don't mess around. She's not scared in a lot of stuff. She actually likes the scary dread, obviously. Um, and she just knows when things ain't right. So she's in, she's trying to help the, the sheriff here investigate mm -hmm. all the killings going on, but then everybody else, she's kind of like her own area. You know, when people come up on her real quick, she lets them know where they where they stand. And if you get offended, most likely you will. And they and they turn the other way. So that's a thing <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. So, so my so, final comment for episode three was later the right. month kills a homeless guy. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of where episode episode three ends. Oh, man. And, and so just me personally, guys, through three episodes of Wednesday, I'm thinking, OK, I'm still I mean, obviously, I'm not going to judge it yet. I'm going to keep watching. Episode four to me was the one that has pulled me in and I'll explain why. So episode four, it starts, she's goes to the morgue yep. to try to, you know, find out more about these people. And she says, they're getting I killed thought, by the monster or whatever the is monster. killing them. She says something that I thought was really disturbing in the morgue. She smells the one cadaver at the start of the episode and smells their hematoma which is like a solid swelling of clotted blood. I looked in, it up. in the veins. Yeah. And she said, like, she commented on how it smelled good. And I was like, 
What are you commenting on? Well, she, she, but it fits so a dark character. For Wednesday. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't like anything fun. What well, she does like. What's fun to her? It's it's most boring to everybody else. You know, like <laughs> she rather sit and work on her her mystery novel, play a cello, and watch ants eat each other or something crazy like that you know that's yeah. fun that's fun for wednesday see yeah you know so, so it fits her perfectly so then she goes and finds these creepy drawings right so she suspects yeah. she's Trevor investigating Horn. yeah she's investigating the murders that's going on in the in the woods right outside the high school you know so she suspects trevor lawrence of being the killer she sees those creepy drawings <laughs> she almost gets caught here and he's like what are you doing are you gonna ask me to the dance or something she's like oh i guess i gotta ask him to the dance now um, so she asked him to this big dance, which we'll unveil a little bit later with this iconic scene from the series, right? Yeah. Yep. Finally, we get to the dress scene. My nine-year-old daughter was asking me about this a couple of weeks ago. Have you gotten right. to the scene where she's wearing the, the dress? Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, but apparently it's this very popular scene. And I got there and I thought to myself, guys, Jenna Ortega is now entering some pretty elite company as an actress. Mm -hmm. It seems like if she isn't already there as the newest young up and she's there actress, now, she's yep. there now. If she's not there, she is there now. And it's this performance in Wednesday and more specifically like this iconic dance scene that yep. really put her on the map. And I just, I expect to see Jenna Ortega in like everything in the next decade, because yep. I think she's, I think that's the point when I'm watching series like, Oh, I get it. She's a star. And this series is her coming out stardom role. Yeah, that that was yeah. just the icing on the cake. I thought she was already like from episode one to two. I was like, oh yeah, she knocked it out the park. Because you think yeah, about yeah. all the other Wednesdays from the movies, uh, Christina Ricci, who did it in the movie years ago, a lifetime ago now, um, just has that that part where they don't conform to traditional ways. You know, she's like, what's this dance about? You know, well, I don't want to go to this dance. It's, a, it's just a whole bunch of people trying to all say, hey, you know, look at me or whatever, how she puts it. And I'm with her, you know, mm -hmm. going to prom and homecoming. I was like, I wear I think I wore a pair of Jordans, some blue jeans and a, <laughs> and a Fila, a Fila hockey jersey. <laughs> Fila hockey jersey. A Fila hockey jersey. That's what me and my girl wore to the homecoming my senior year. And I want homecoming king with that outfit on. <laughs> Oh, I mean, wow. I'm starting and, and after I saw this scene and it starts to come to the end of the episode, guys, here's where I'm at on episode four of Wednesday on Netflix. I'm starting to really enjoy the series for what it is. It's kind of this whodunit story, yep. but it's driven by the Adams family brand or whatever and all the quirkiness that behind it. Yeah, and, yep. and they, they put in monsters and Adams family and it's a whodunit. And it, I'm really starting to just enjoy the series for what it is. And that's what yeah. it is, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, It has that feel, has the music, you know, it has the funny characters doing little silly things. Only, I think later, we're going to see uh, Uncle Fester. But you got you got Thing right now doing his job. He's like the COVID officer always doing behind the scenes things. And, it, and right now, here's the scene coming up for uh, the dancing that puts jenna ortega on the map and everybody else on the map because it brings back the <clears> old uh scenes from the movie carrie oh uh, i was like what i was like okay they're doing that now the oh. tim burton being a director you know he knows how to do this right and he has uh danny elfman if you haven't if you don't know danny elfman he is a fantastic mu music composer he did the soundtrack for most one uh for uh want it which was a 
uh, an assassin movie with Angelina Jolie and Morgan Freeman. If you remember that movie, won it. He did the soundtrack for that, and I think he did a few of the Matrix's soundtracks. So you talking about high end, you know, sound conductor, music conductor that's being on the the roster of this movie along with Tim Burton and a few other executive producers and uh, executive directors. So it's like mm, they bring in everybody, all star cast there. And when they do this prank and they spray the the fake blood on everyone, um, you like that care like Carrie, like you're yeah. talking about, and it's happening. I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, that does not look like blood at all. And then Wednesday, when did you Wednesday? Yeah, there you go. It, and I thought that was perfect because she tastes it. She's like, This isn't blood. <laughs> she said, This is paint. She said something like this is paint. Like she wanted it to be blood. That's that's yeah. that's Wednesday. She wanted it to be blood. So I, I thought uh, that was cool. All right, so. Um, and then obvious, and then one more thing. So she has that vision, right? Yep. Of that of Eugene. Yep. Getting tore up. Here's, here's my comment. Eugene has been killed. Damn, I like that little guy. <laughs> I liked him. They killed Eugene. He was such a lovable type of character. Oh yeah, he was, he he was one of the only friends of Wednesday. You know, uh, he was a, a kid that he thought he could go out there on his own in the woods and 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 fight the monster or do whatever and she told him she said don't go without me he wanted to go anyway and unfortunately you know he might have met his demise so we'll find out next episode can episode i okay can i six. do one last thing for you guys i want to yes. recap something on the dancing scene because you okay. know it's so iconic. they really didn't show it they showed a little bit of yeah it. i got i got oh hold up i got this um okay. so while we watch about while we watch this together so this is the dance scene right Jenna Ortega, and this is when I'm watching the series. I'm like, okay, I get it. She's a star, and this is kind of weird type of dance scene. But everybody's talking about this scene where she dances, and I'm like, okay, let's let's watch it. Let's see what's going on. She's got all these kind of weird dance moves, and and it's very unique. It's like Michael Jackson Thriller, a little bit. Yeah, yeah a yeah. little bit of Thriller in there or, or whatnot. And so you can just watch along if you're watching on Facebook or Twitch or YouTube or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, what what is the story behind this dancing? What is going on here? How did she come up with these moves? Right. And so uh, I looked it up, and part of what she says she was inspired by was goth dancing from the 1980s. Really? And so yeah, so she had a tweet here. Let me stop this sharing. Um, hold on a second. Let me hit the right button. So she had really a a tweet. And hold on, it was, it was very cringe, cringe to watch. Yeah, the dance. <laughs> yeah. So she says, thanks to, and I don't know, people, uh, Bob Foss's Rich Man's Frog, Lisa Loring, Lean Lovich, Dennis Levant, and archival footage of goths dancing in the clubs in the 1980s helped me out on this one. So she kind of choreographed this whole dance scene on her own. So you might be thinking, okay, what does goth dancing from the 1980s look like so right i went and i looked it up <laughs> so here we go let's watch some goth dancing from the 1980s and this is partially what inspired jenna ortega to choreograph the dancing that she did wow in wednesday wow <laughs> is it, how how is man what am i watching here <laughs> what, what is <laughs> right what am i watching here i just want to know the beat is there a volume where you hear the music? Because I'm like, I listen to the beat and the bass line to get my, you know, get me in, in rhythm. There's nothing. Okay. He turned up the volume. There's nothing. That's okay. But I'm like, what are they? Are they listening to the riff? Or are they, where are they at? What you listening to? To get yeah, you gotta, going. I'm like, not sure what it is, 
but this has meme written all over it in my opinion oh man oh man <laughs> for, sure. Would, sure. for sure i would love to remake this and put some like i just want to know the music i just want to know song. what Did what are they that? moving around it, could you hear what when i turned it up no i didn't hear it no. i didn't hear it could you hear it guys no no, no we don't hear it oh hear dang it. i wonder why you, it's not oh you got to share your photo share your, the audio from the uh what you're sharing um it happens when you first start to share if you reshare okay. that make sure you click the little box in the right left hand corner and it'll say share audio share system audio got it there you go, there go. i just got to hear the music then i'll know can you hear it now a little bit no i can't hear it it's just basically like 1980s music like okay rock music interesting hey so there you go now if you're ever wondering like where did she come up with those dance moves partially there inspired by those guys uh doing their thing in the club yeah. in the 80s yeah going back to your comment john about how uh tv shows and everything could get us into or the previews get you sucked in and then nothing happened my man here as a was it nb glow key key yes, rg it's a big dog low key rg oh, oh low key gotcha low key yep. rg so he says that he says they just had a court case that set a precedent for movies that do this to be sued moving forward so making the previews look all good yeah and then you watch the movie and you're like man they just got my 1050. i want yeah. my money back wait they're suing <laughs> over trailers yes because yeah, I, mean, I don't i don't think that's gonna that's work. where you make your money because really you think about the movie house yeah. we just gotta get you in the seats what you pay yeah. the money we don't the money the movie don't matter after that what you pay that you give us that 10 bucks 12 bucks oh we got you, go, you. we got yeah. you you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's you don't have to over. make a good two hour movie. You have to make a good two minute trailer. Hey, that's that's facts right there. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, hey, Big my, B, I, I, I'll do my that wife later. My, my wife is terrible at picking movies. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Big B, I'll hit you on that later. Maybe on stream on another night. I'll hit that up with you. In my house, I I was that. I, I mean, no, my wife was also bad. She's gotten better over the years. Yeah, same, she, same. Because I, I give her a hard time. I'm like, babe, yeah. really? I said, that yes. was garbage. I said, babe, that was garbage. <laughs> was and garbage. she's like, leave me alone. I don't yeah. watch movies like you watch movies. I'm like, I tell you. I said, you got to look at the, the director. If you know writers' mm -hmm. names, even actors. Like, you know, some actors are not going to do bad movies. Yes. I, you know, right, right. There's actors out there. They know they know just as well as we do. If they put, they put a bad movie... We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna mm -hmm. give them a hard time. You know, we might not ever meet them, but we they know people are saying, "Hey, that one movie Will Smith did that was trash." Yeah. Hey, Tom Wild Cruise. West. What is it? Wild yeah. West. They make fun oh, was of it? Hey, I love that movie though. I love back in the day. Yeah, yeah back in the day. Wild Wild West. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh so we got through Wednesday. Um, so episode five and six next week. We just know there's a monster. She's trying to. She's doing her and Agatha Christie thing investigating doing her things also trying to adapt to traditional ways in her high school but she's not putting up with it that's wednesday um and but i would hire her you know she's a, she's definitely a good cop she knows what she's doing yeah she's just she's just a little on the dark side the dance moves i'm okay with it just the video i don't know i just needed to hear the music a little bit they still off i gotta you gotta find a rhythm you gotta find the yeah i'm telling you, you put that get, take a clip of Edie's goth dancing and put some like funny music not funny but just like modern music behind it or something it'd be really funny <laughs> man you'll get like anything that. you yeah. get anything yeah oh here we go it says look up the game aliens colonial marines there was a lawsuit for the trailer for the game that hooked everyone to buy it 
and then none of the trailer was in the game and oh. didn't even look like the what the game played out oh, or played geez. it looked like. Wow. That okay. makes sense. That would Thank win. you, uh, Game and Ship. Oh, that's Eeyore. Thank you, Eeyore. I think that's Eeyore. Or game, yeah, that's Gaming Generations, Eeyore. So, all right. Anthony, man, I want to say big thank you. You stayed along for the whole ride, yes, for every you. segment. I know you, I'm glad. I hope, did you, did you have a good time? Yes. No, I had an amazing time. All right. I appreciate Thanks. you, man, for that. John, good job as well. So, let you, uh, we do the little close out here, John. So, Anthony, let everybody know where they could find you. We got your, your uh, I think that's your Instagram already here yes. on the chat. Where else yep. can they find you if uh, they, they want to get in contact with you? find us on uh, UEL Esports on all platforms. Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Definitely check us out. Um, YouTube as well. Uh, YouTube, we have our uh, first spin show uh, hosted by uh, Low Key, as long with our podcast hosted by, hosted by Low Key RG as well. Yeah. So. And podcast just started. Sounds good. I tuned into yeah. episode two. And I thought it was yeah. good with, with Lockdown and the crew there. That was fun yes. to hear. Yeah. Fun to watch. So, John, yeah. let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Twitter at John Audius Radio. That's J O N A R I A S. Also, my podcast, John Cast Podcast, J O N C A S T Podcast. I'll be speaking uh, with some Wisconsin Sportscasters of the Year coming up on my podcast. So stay yeah. tuned for that. And it's outside the wheel with low key RG there on uh, the UEL on YouTube. That's where you yeah. can catch the show. I watched it. Awesome. Lockdown is hilarious uh loki rg just met him through that he's good good as well so and for myself you can find me on mon green 30 on instagram my twitter got hacked what earlier this week yes oh, no my twitter got hacked they it they're getting so diabolical i got this do? email from twitter i mean it was legit twitter and usually i'm suspicious of stuff like this and i'm and as i'm clicking on everything i already i was like they got me and i'm telling <laughs> myself in my head but I, but it looked legit it was basically something about either resetting my password or something with my account. And the, 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 how they got diabolical about it is that it didn't, as soon as I finished everything, it didn't take over my account right away. I did it on Saturday. Yeah. My account didn't get hacked till Monday. So it was like three days, no. two days after no. the fact. I was like, and so now I came in, you know, I put in the report to Twitter. So they're looking into it. They'll get back to me type email so i'm waiting right now so, so what does that mean the per the person or persons just have access to your twitter account now yeah they locked it so it got locked down so it's like oh, okay, it doesn't good. even pop up like when i searched it on my end y'all could probably search it it's a monogreen yeah. 30 i don't know what'll pop up don't click anything obviously just look at it um it just it's in Dang. limbo so i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok there you go i'm on green gamers lounge that's where i put all the clips and we got a good man um jeremy uh, uh is it oh i don't want to say his name uh, Swick. And it's Swick Media been helping us with the clips that we've been putting out. I've been putting out yes. the last couple weeks here. Um, so he's done a fantastic job with that. Jeremy, thank you for that. He's on, yeah, J Jeremy Swick. I'm going to make sure that his last name correct. Swick, Swick Media. So all the clips we've been posting on Twitter, Instagram, or Instagram, TikTok. Boom. And we'll be back. I won't be back next week, guys, because I'm busy, John, with school. I'm going to Lincoln. I'm coaching with a new team, Anthony, down in Lincoln, Nebraska, my old college that I went to and played ball at, developing esports program there now from the ground up. So going to help wow. that school out, do the same thing I did here at Lakeland for the past three years. So all week I'm going to be busy. So it'll be take a little week off. I think, you know, we, we probably earned it, John, right? We earned oh, yeah, a week for off. Sure. Yeah. You know, so we'll come back the week after that. I'll be all ready to roll to talk about what's going on in Lincoln. 
and what my new setup is going to be like there in Lincoln, Nebraska. So I hope everyone have a great rest of your week. If you're traveling, travel safe. I know I am. Um, Anthony, again, thank you for being on. To everybody in the UEL family, I said, what's up? I know a lot of people are in the chat. Fortnite dad, Loki, RG, everybody. Ryan might have been up in this piece. Mm-hmm. Z as well. One of my That's one of my players, future players right now. And so, John, again, Anthony. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. We get rolling out of here. Everyone in the chat. See you later. Have a good rest of your weekend and be safe.